0: Well, there, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, this is John C. Morley, Serial Entrepreneur, coming at you tonight. Uh, It is January 11th, it's Tuesday, and we are on episode four of this amazing topic, which is how does the brain work, and uh, excuse me there a second, but um, we have some great stuff to talk about tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday as we give you a little more of an understanding of how to demystify the brain, which I think would be really great since we have this great tool, but we have to know how to use it in the most efficient manner. All right, for those of you that are new to my uh, streams, well, welcome, it is great to see you here. We talk about all kinds of amazing things um, to help improve your life and uh, those loved ones that are in it uh, because that's the greatest thing you can do and the greatest gift you can give them. For those of you that are coming back, well, welcome back, my friends. It is wonderful to see you here. Um, why don't you give me a like, a support, a love, depending on what platform you're on, Facebook, Facebook, um, uh, John C. Morley Zero Entrepreneur, LinkedIn profile page, my John C. Morley Sir Entrepreneur YouTube page, uh, my Twitch page, Twitter, or um, Periscope page. And be sure to comment below. What have you learned about the brain or what mystifies you about the brain? And then be sure to tag your friends, colleagues, and associates and share it out to them so we can get this great information going. All right. So we talked about the fact that you can say things out loud, and that's one way because you can use your, your sense of hearing, right? The more senses you use, the more neural pathways that are actually going to be built. Now, that's pretty cool, isn't it? So you've got auditory, right? We've got that sense um you have visual okay we've got that sense and we have another sense you know what that is kinesthetic Okay. Right? to feel it feeling you have smell too, we're not going to get into that so when we talked about you know memorizing your spelling words when you say them out loud you're hearing it auditorily right Then you're seeing it, you're visualizing it, and then you're writing it out kinesthetically. You're seeing it, you're saying it again, maybe you use it in a sentence, and this just helps our brain to make connections to it, which is really pretty cool. Um, I have to say something really interesting. So I get a lot of people uh, that send me comments, and, and and I'm grateful for these comments. However, a lot of these people that send comments are just trying to get me to buy their book. And you know, I have to tell you, um you know, I'm publishing a book very soon, but one thing I don't do is I tr- don't try to be sneaky with people and say, "Hey, um here's my book. Um I just tell people here, this is my book. Um, if you like to get it, great. I don't try to tell people, you know, go to this link and you know read about it, and then maybe you should buy it. No, I just this is my book. if you want to check it out, great, if you don't, that's fine. I just find that these people that are established as some authors, um, it's just so below the belt the way they uh, reach out to me, and um, you know, then they have the nerve to say to me uh, because I interview guests, "Would you buy my book? You want me to bring you on my show, and then you have the nerve to ask me to buy your book? Not happening. Not happening. All right, let's talk a little more. So, if you have a book and you're looking to get on my show, great, but don't expect me to buy your book because I won't. Um, I can tell you where to send the book, and uh, my production team will get it to me. I will read the book. Once I've read it thoroughly, then my team will get back to you and invite you to be a guest on the show. Now, taking notes is great. Taking them you know, with your hand is important, not on a computer, because when you type them, you really don't have that kinesthetic feeling. Another good thing to do is to test yourself. So I'll give you guys an example. I'm actually studying for my um, for my FCC license, which is actually my general license. I have a tech license, I'm my general license, and I'm actually studying the different principles uh, that are going to be on this test. And the thing about it is that there's a lot of information. There's over 400 some questions in the test pool, and uh, you're going to get about 35 questions. And so... The interesting thing about this that's really cool is that there's a lot of information, but when you make it fun and you make it into a game, your brain just starts to create these neural pathways. I test myself every day, and each day I test myself on the previous day, and then I add another chapter, and I test myself on that as well. So you could change the way you practice, make it fun. Also, make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that you're getting enough exercise. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, okay? Um this is really, really important. A lot of people think, oh, I don't need sleep but well, you actually do need sleep and you actually need to exercise not just your body but your memory okay that is really key, ladies and gentlemen um if you do something repeat repeatedly, it's gonna help you, but that's not going to be the only thing that's gonna help you remember it it's not the it's not the most sought after method because, there are other ways to get you to create these neural pathways. When you learn something new and you connect it with something you already know, it creates this amazing connection in your brain. And you see, even if there are pathways in your brain that are forming things, this will create even more so there's an anchoredness to what you're learning. All right. So working your body, getting blood flowing, um, you know, Many of us think, you know, um, the best way to exercise our brain is to use a crossword puzzle. Um, Crossword puzzles do improve how fluent we are. However, there have been some studies that have shown um, that they're not enough by themselves if you're looking to just train your brain. Okay? So that's important. Eat right. And I've said this before. Make sure you eat a little bit of dark chocolate. That is the best for you, and it actually will stimulate and release dopamine in your brain. So that's a really, really good thing. Um, So what else can you do to make your brain work a lot more efficiently than it currently does, right? Well, another thing that I like to tell people to do is to learn in short bursts, okay? Okay. Another thing I love to do is if you're trying to learn something, right, a great thing to do is to train someone else to teach them. Why is that? Because when you teach someone else, you actually learn a second time. You'll actually prepare more, too, because now you're having a reason that you have to recall what's in your brain, and this is really, really cool. Another thing people like to do is to sleep or have short little sleep sessions between learnings. Uh, They claim that that will increase uh, retention. Take short bursts, 30, 50-minute bursts, and stop. Okay? Another thing I want to share with you is taking notes by hand, which we talked about. And... um, take your study naps uh you know you can change things up a little bit make it fun um maybe do some research to find out how is it that xyz learned this or how did einstein learn this right and what you're gonna find out is that they did something pretty unique now we all know the story about pavlov and the dog right and so The dog is, uh, basically, um, let's say in the room and, um, the, uh, the scientist basically puts the food, uh, in the tray. And obviously when they see the food, um, the dog salivates. Okay. So now what they do is the dog actually gets the food and he rings a bell. He does this maybe half a dozen times. Then what he does, is he takes the food away. And he rings the bell. Every time he rings the bell, the dog still salivates because he created an anchor. You see, putting yourself in a certain state is key in life. There might be a reason why you're not in the mood you want to be in. I don't know. It could be a relationship issue, it could be a financial issue, it could be um, something at your work. It could be just uh, maybe a health issue. It could be a lot of things. And so when you run into these road bumps or these little, you know, blocks, if you're on a trip, do you suddenly cancel your trip because the road's closed? No. Or if you're going somewhere in your car, do you suddenly go home because the road's closed? No, there's usually a detour. You have to find the detour. Most people, when they see a detour, they say, okay, it's time to give up. And you see, that's why they're not successful. They look at things from, well, if I can't do it this way, then I guess I'm never going to do it. You see, and that's a really, really bad uh, piece of advice. You need to be able to put yourself in a peak state like that. Like that. Um, later on in the week, I'm going to show you how to do some anchoring and how to put yourself in that state. But I want to just explain to you that this is why people get frustrated in life. It's not that they don't have the skills. It's that they lack the ability to stay focused when something distracts them. Could be a person, place, thing, situation. And then. By the time they realize what happens, it's like they're on to something else, and now they have no ambition to even go back and do that again, right? But how is it that some people can just get right back on the horse if they fell off? I'm using that proverbially, of course. Another thing that's really great about improving your brain is to meditate. We've talked about meditation before. If you meditate, you're going to kind of prep the brain. Okay? That is really, I mean, cool. So here's a good formula. Study, sleep, study. The three S's. Study, sleep, and study. Research shows that sleep and learning are very, very key. So if you're learning something like a skill, don't do the same thing over and over and over. When you practice again, change it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, do it a different way, do it from a different order. Modify how you practice. Now remember, the modifications should be tiny, they shouldn't be astronomical. And this little variation will give your brain a little bit of more interest to want to pay attention even though it's the same information. We also have things like mnemonics. Um, We all remember, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Do you remember that one? And what is please excuse my dear Aunt Sally for? Well, how many of you remember algebra? Okay. Well, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally is the order of operations. First thing is going to be parentheses. Next thing you're going to do is always exponents. Third thing you're going to do in operations is going to be multiplication. Fourth thing you're going to do is division. Okay. Fifth thing you're going to do is uh, uh, addition. And the sixth thing you're going to do is subtraction. And so a lot of people couldn't remember what to do. But now when you have this mnemonic, like, oh, this is easy. Uh, please accuse my Darren sale. Oh, parentheses. And it just, it just sinks right into your brain. That's cool. Stay hydrated. Take lots of water. That is really important. Our body's made up of a lot of water, right? So learn information in different ways. Use more regions of your brain to create additional connections. And by causing this and having this type of a mentality, your brain's going to have more ways to get to something. And thus, it's not going to be memorized. It's going to become part of your brain. So you can do this really easy. Just use different types of stimuli. Uh, you can read notes, uh, read a textbook, can watch a video, listen to a podcast, uh, an audio file, or a topic. You see, the more resources that you have on a specific topic, the more it's going to make you remember something quicker and commit it from your short-term to your long-term memory. You see, when you start working with something you already know, you're going to be able to latch onto it. Let's take an example. Maybe, um, you're building something and, um, We all know that if we build something, we have to have a good foundation. So if we have a great foundation, what comes after the foundation? Usually going to be the framing, right? You wouldn't start putting the framing up if you'd have a good foundation. So it kind of gels and it sticks together. And the same thing happens in your brain. Okay. Uh, And I want to quote a wise gentleman who we all know, Mr. Elon Musk. Uh, he's the founder of Tesla and SpaceX, and he uses this method all the time, all the time. If he wants to to get on board with something new, he figures out what he already knows. Okay, that can have some type of connection to what he's trying to learn, and bingo, he's created a neural pathway. So when you connect something new to something that was, Mr. Musk says, you create mental hooks on which to hang new knowledge. And I think that is absolutely brilliant. And you're doing it in a playful manner. You see, if you've ever had to study for a test, I'm sure you've been in school or college before and you had to study for a test. And when you have to study for that test, it can be a little challenging, right? Because you're trying to study for it the night before. Uh, I'll give you guys another example. So um, one of the things I'm also doing uh, this year is I'm actually becoming a volunteer EMT. And there's close to, I think, 200 hours of training. Now, I say this to you not to brag that I'm becoming EMT, but I'm saying this to you because most people will be very daunted about all that information. I'm just going to take it in strides and make it fun. How am I going to do that? Well, there's online learning. There's in-person learning learn with some friends, maybe I'll Google some videos on some topics to get another person's perspective or to hear the same information said by a different person. If you're teaching someone something and they're not getting it, even if they had a break and you come back, try asking someone else to teach them. Even though you might have exactly the same thing to say, the tonality might be different. The body movements might be different. The connections will be different between the people. The bond will form with that other person. And that, my friends, is what's going to make you remember. If you try and you have this, I don't know, let's say you have this box. And you just take whatever you got and you just jam it into the box, right? You were taking a sleeping bag and you just try to jam it in, but it doesn't always go so well. But if you you fold it nice and neatly and then pack it in, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I'm an Eagle Scout, and one of the challenges was always trying to put my sleeping bag in the bag. And so, you know, you would take it, and somebody would say, you know, punch it in, and that didn't work. So the trick was to take your sleeping bag and roll it up really tight, and then to take that roll and push it into the bag. So your brain works the same way. If you just push things into your brain and you don't have a logical flow to them, well, a lot of it's not going to get into your brain. In fact, more than 90% of it's probably going to fall out the brain, just like what's happening to me with the bag. And it was so frustrating. And it wasn't until I think I got up to first class scout that I finally realized that I needed to do something different. To get the sleeping bag back into its bag. Now, a lot of times I'd watch people do it for me, but I didn't take a real interest until finally there was a time when I was getting ready to um, to to uh, actually to to uh, leave camp, and I knew that this next summer I was going to summer camp, which was going to be like every day for like two weeks. And I knew that I was going to have to keep taking my bag out, putting it back in because we were going to be moving around campsites a lot. I was like, this is going to be a pain. I got to learn how the heck to put my sleeping bag back in. And so I asked other scouts and it was funny. Only a couple people knew how to do it. Because most people take the swing bag out, and they just throw it in the bag, and they think, oh, don't worry about it. Our parents or somebody else will take care of it, and you don't need to deal with it. But when you're a camper, and you have to go from site to site, and you didn't have to put your bag back in, now, that seems really simple. But the reason it wasn't working for me is because I was trying to stuff the bag in instead of roll it nice and neatly and push it in logically. You see, that's what happens with our brain. If we can logically put the information in there, and if we can do it in a creative and a playful manner, guess what? You are going to remember so much more. So much more. How much? A lot more. In fact, some people that have to uh, do things, we use the the analogy, you know, you can't teach, teach an old dog new tricks. But you can, as long as you make it fun, long as you make it fun. So we talked about the pen and paper. Also a big one I love is the power of imagination, just to imagine what if, right? When we think about what if, we put ourselves into the future. Another great way to learn is to pretend as if you already learned. That's pretty cool. So if we pretend that it was in the past and we already have that, it's gonna just be there. So if we exercise those muscles in our brain, Okay, every day, and we focus on them, okay? And we use different methods every week. We're going to find out that mastering and increasing the retention will be great in comparison to people who repetitively just did the same learning method. So when you wanna learn something, take what you're trying to learn and just, you know, kick up, kick it up a couple notches. Not major, just a little bit. You study interval training so that you could study for 30 to 50 minutes, no more than 50 minutes and take a break, take a break. So there's a lot we can learn about the brain. And so if we realize that we want to get to know our body and our brain very well, we will get better at it. You see, most people don't use their brain well because they get fresh. Oh, my brain's not working for me. Oh, I can't remember something. Oh, I'm stupid. And you know what? You're putting that language in your head. Your brain's like, okay, that's what you're saying. I am. I guess I am. And so you're making it harder for yourself instead of making it playful. The other day we did that uh, analogy and how'd you remember all that great stuff, right? We went to the market and uh, we had to pick up some things. What was the first thing you remember what we had? Oh, well, we had a boat and we had to pick up a gallon of milk, right? And then we had to pick up, remember the pole in the middle of the boat on the left side, we had carton of eggs on the right side. We had this great big container of peanut butter above that. We had a stack of plates, we had to get some plates, and above that, we had a cone of napkins. Now, we did that the other day, and you still remember, and you'll still remember this again, 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 and again, because we made it fun. When we make things fun, our brain just latches them like like this amazing sponge. It's when you go to school and people try to pound things into you. So I'm starting this course uh, in about a month, and there's a lot of information. So one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pre-read before I go to the class. I am going to maybe look at the techniques online through YouTube. Go to class, get more information, take some notes, read my notes again, go back, study, and make it fun. And when I do that, my brain's like, oh, this is a lot of fun, I, we gotta do more of this. So you, you can actually train your brain to crave information. A lot of people train their body to crave food, which isn't always great, but you could train your brain to crave more information. You could train your brain to crave being successful. We used an analogy a while ago. And um, what we put in our subconscious is what happens. Here's why. Your subconscious, basically, that's 95% of how your life runs. And your subconscious enacts things out, whether you believe them or you don't. Those mind tapes just keep playing over and over and over again. And so... When we make things fun, our brain just kind of latches. But let's say we said that, you know, we're an A student or we're um, an intelligent student. Do you know what's going to happen? Your brain keeps getting that. Your brain and your subconscious is going to look for ways to prove to you that you're an A student. I've had this happen with other people where they say, oh, I'm a lousy student. No, I'm never going to learn. Fine. That's what you're putting in your brain. Your brain's going to be okay. We're just going to keep showing you ways that you're not going to learn, and and just keep proving to you that you can't learn. So you see how you can use this for or against you. This is so very powerful. All right. I hope you have enjoyed this. I have some more hacks for you coming up tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. We're going to wrap up everything about the brain, and we're going to talk about anchoring and how you can put yourself into that peak state all the time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have enjoyed being with you. It's been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor here tonight. Go to YouTube.com. Don't forget to remember to share all this out to everyone. And look for the key phrase, help keep our content free. Below that, click on the link and make the choice to buy my team and I a cup of coffee on the PayPal link. We'll be so grateful we'll invest in the new hardware, new technology, new software, new staff to give you the most jaw-dropping, cutting-edge, motivational content available anywhere that's guaranteed to get you to take action. The only way it won't work is if you don't want to improve your life. I don't know too many people that don't want to improve the quality of your life. I'm John C. Morley, Serial Entrepreneur. I hope you have a great night. I hope you learned something tonight. And remember. Your brain is an amazing tool. You just need to learn how to use it properly and efficiently, and it will do things beyond your greatest dreams. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Take care.